Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate and Business Podcast for today, Wednesday, March 23rd. Um, with me is my special guest, John Kolb, top 1% of all originators in the United States. Good morning, John. Good morning, everyone. How's it going today? Well, I guess good morning, Harry. It's just you and I today. Special one on one. Special one on one as uh, uh, Lisa's on vacation. Harvey had an emergency kidney stone procedure this morning. That's, those are very, very painful, as we all know. Uh, if you don't know, they're painful. And uh, Becky is supposed to join us, but we'll get going. Um, to, uh, Becky will join us as she plugs in. And then also, I did say Lisa's on vacation. So here we go, John Cole. But you and I um, brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, always powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender, 2289 is our uh, NMLS number, with Roberto Boshane, our producer and director. He is also the producer of Mike Valenti Afternoons. Is a Valenti and Rico now? Yes, Roberto shaking his head. Heard every day, 97.1 FM from 2 to 6. So with all of that, now that we got all of that out of the way, John Cole, a couple things we have to talk about right now. And it's getting a little bit more serious than we thought out in the market. Um, what's going on in the market right now, besides the lack of inventory, John, besides rates going up at uh, almost at a record pace, we'll talk about that. Besides all the higher prices, overbidding and everything like that, the market seems to have taken an unhealthy turn. And what do we talk about when we say the market is unhealthy? Sure, there are a lot of buyers, but there's a lack of inventory. And it's really become unhealthy because the prices are rising too rapidly, John. The contingencies or the lack of inspections, um, it's really acing out first-time home buyers because the prices are going up so dramatically. The market in my opinion, overall, is unhealthy because usually in a healthier market, yeah, prices rise, but there's a, um, a replenishing of the market on a consistent basis in the inventory. And here we are sitting, John Kolb, March 23rd, 2022. What we're seeing, we're seeing record low inventory. So at this point in time, we thought that the market was going to be replenishing itself and it just hasn't happened. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's I, right now where landlords are licking their chops. Um, you know, we, I think we, we all shared an article back and forth between me, you and Harvey uh, last week about that 60 minutes special where, you know, there is just no inventory uh, construction is, is slow to resume or get going with the cost of everything and supply chain problems. And that landlords are just licking their chops and they're beginning to be the ones that are gouging the uh, the investor, or I'm sorry, the uh, the consumer. Um, and uh, you know, it's we really got to get back to uh, getting some houses on the market. I know that's easier said than done, but you know, we've got to get back to the point where it's not such a seller's market and more of a buyer's market, so that we have some comp competition out there and uh, and and bringing everything back and regulating it a little bit. Yeah, but John, we talk to our realtor partners every day in this, and uh, they're as frustrated as we are because obviously their job is to list and sell houses. Now, on the sell side, they're getting record prices, and, and that's all well and good. But on the listing side, um, 
how do you make somebody list their house that doesn't want to? I mean, obviously, where are you going to go? If you're, if you're selling a house right now, John Cole, where are you going to go? I mean, what are the options? So, so yes, people are getting record prices for their houses, but they're going to pay on the other end a higher price and they're going to pay higher rents. So what you're seeing, John, a lot of people are staying still. They're standing pat and they're redoing the, their homes. The home improvement market has never been better. So when I say an unhealthy market, unhealthy from the standpoint of, you know, there are a lot of roadblocks right now in the home, in the home purchase transaction, the home market right now, but everything else in terms of home improvement, they're going crazy. I mean, you can't get a contractor out to your house. I mean, builders can't build houses fast enough. Right. And, and what's going on with prices, John? I mean, yeah, it's everything's through the roof. It's and you know, like you said, how do you get someone to list a home that doesn't want to list a home? I mean, you can't do that. But you know, if somebody's reaching out to a listing agent, they have they do have the want to list their home. But that listing agent's got to get creative on how they're going to list that home and or get them out there to buy a new home without you know accepting an offer and or closing on a deal without the other, the, uh, the, the person selling their home, having a new home to buy. We just got to get creative in how we work that. And we're seeing more and more offers get accepted with the creativity that we've been talking about for over a year now, uh, past fail inspections, um, you know, per, you know, paying someone's, uh, transfer tax, their owner's policy, all the, all the little tricks in that we've talked about with all, all our, our great realtor partners on these podcasts and radio shows are really starting to kick in and get offers accepted. And I love seeing it. Uh, but in regards to the, um, you know, the new construction and or the remodeled uh, division, yeah, that's the hard part is that getting somebody out there and getting a job done. Harry can speak from experience on what it's like to get, start a remodel job and have it drag on and on and on, whether it's for lack of uh, workers, lack of supplies, a combination of the both. And it's just, it's, it's hard. So, don't think that, yeah, I'm not going to buy. I'm just going to remodel and be quick, easy, simple. That's just not the case. And you, know, you really got to do your homework. Talk to the people that know. Uh, that's why it's great to work with, you know, uh, work at a company like ours. It's because you got so many people that, that have gone through so many different scenarios. You know, Becky Alley has just purchased. I've just remodeled, you know, a couple different homes. Uh, Harry's remodeled some homes. Harvey's bought and sold 52 times. It's just, you know, you've got the experience to know, to talk to and get advice on what's the best route to go, given the times. Well, talking about being creative um, in the home purchase market in the lending arena, talking about creativity, John, um, explain some of the low down payment transactions that you're doing right now, as low as 3% down. And this, this isn't getting people into homes that can't afford it. It's getting people that have very good credit into homes with just less of a down payment because listen forever over 32 years of hearing it's not the monthly payment that I'm having a problem with it's coming up with the 20% down that I'm having a problem with it John you don't need 20% down now do you no no I mean you're talking about the 3% down loan programs where 95% of them are geared towards first-time home buyers uh, we have ones that are very very uh, attractive but they have income restrictions. 
We have some that are uh, don't have re, uh, income restrictions and that just have the mo- higher monthly mortgage insurance than uh, than the ones that are uh, uh, the income restricted ones. So it's uh, but yeah, if you're if you're selling a home and buying a new home, not getting what you want, or buying a home that you're going to need to put a ton of money into and don't want to put a ton of money down, you can get in as little as five percent down. It doesn't matter what's going on. So yeah, we've got great programs. We've got zero down programs. We've got the MISTA programs that can be com- uh, combined with conventional or FHA. Um, you know, so it's they're they're all out there. We've got all the tools in our belt. It's just making sure that it fits the right client. And I love uh, I love you know people who are out there just giving advice when they don't really know. I've got a client right now where they're saying, hey, you know, go with a doctor loan. Well, here's the problem: the doctor has to be on the loan. You can't not put the doctor on the loan. And the, uh, the the problem is, is that the doctor, if the doctor's put on the loan, the doctor doesn't have any income because they're in their residency and or fellowship that's unpaid. And that's a problem because then you're incorporating all their student loan debt that they've got with no income. Yeah, it may get you zero down, but now you don't qualify. So you got to really know what's going on out there, how these programs work, what they're going to fit. And yeah, make it work for the best, uh, the best client and the best program. Yeah, John, let's pivot to another topic right now. Um, it's it's one that is very difficult to stay away from, especially now. And that's the 30-year fixed rates, mortgage rates going up faster than previously thought. Um, as predicted, John, on this very broadcast, on January 19th, Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast, January 19th, go back down, click on our website, capitalmortgagefunding.com, go to podcasts and radio shows, on the podcast on January 19th, we predicted that the rates would go up very, very fast. All right. The Federal Reserve has come out. They raised the rates only by 25 basis points. And that's the Fed funds rate. How does that affect mortgage rates? Well, let me tell you how it's going to affect mortgage rates. They came out the other day and said they're going to raise rates six or seven more times in 2022. Okay, what does that mean for us? What does that mean for you, the consumer? And what does that mean for everything going on in goods and services? It means this. It means that rates are going to continue to rise. It means that they could raise it by more than 25 basis points at their next meeting. They could raise it 50 basis points, John. And all you have to do is do the math. That even if they raise it 25 basis points six more times, all right, that's a point and a half, right? on the Fed funds rate. If they start throwing another quarter on top of that and doing it 50 basis points, it's more than that. Right now, in plain English language, not mortgage geekiness, what has happened in less than two months is that mortgage rates have gone up almost two full percentage points. And we're being joined by Becky Alley right now. Becky Alley, again, another originator that is top 1% in the United States. Good morning, Becky. Hey, sorry about that. I had a meeting today. There you go. Busy people. Hey, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. And we're certainly that. Thanks, Beck. So I'm in the middle of my diatribe of of mortgage interest rates right now in the last less than two months going up almost two full percentage points. And what is when was the last time that happened? Well, I can tell you that I've been around when it's happened the last two times. The last time was from 1993 to 1994, actually in 1994, rates went up two full percentage points in a three-month period of time. But what does that really mean? 
It, it means that the historically low rates of 2 and 3% are gone forever, that you're going to see rates right now, and this is my prediction, rates are going to be in the fives. All right, they're already in the low fives on certain programs. They're going to be in the fives approaching 6% by the end of the year. Now, historically, Becky Alley, if, you, if I were to tell you that somebody was going to get a 5 or 5.5% five interest rate, I'm coming from the perspective, because again, John will tell you I'm old, I don't think that that's a high rate. Now, from your perspective, and talking to the people out there in just plain, simple language, 5.5%, I mean, I don't know, to me, it's, it's still very, very low. What about you? Um, I mean, yes, historically speaking, I mean, if you're looking in the history, right, it's 5% is less than than 13%, right? It's less than 7%, right? But it does dip into buying power for, you know, a lot of these people that are out there looking for homes. And, you know, they're, we're not going to lose buyers because of it, but the amount of house that they're going to buy is going to be dramatically changed, right? You have some people that were, you know, still looking that were pre-approved in December, and you're looking at a totally different payment, like we spoke about, on top of the fact that, you know, it's, you know, the housing market, because of lack of inventory, the prices are going through the roof. So right now, more so than ever, the creativity of the agents, as well as the creativity on the lending side to offset that affordability challenge is going head to head more so than it has in quite some time. Because, you know, like you've mentioned, we have been extremely spoiled as far as low interest rates. I know you guys probably touched on that in the beginning, but now we're coming back to reality a little bit. And it's really going to separate the players versus the pretenders as far as the mortgage and real estate industry. Yeah. I will tell you, Becky, John and I talked about it. I, we think that the market is, uh, is unhealthy. And when I say unhealthy market, there are a lot of factors that are prohibiting people from going ahead and, and buying homes. Not one, notwithstanding is obviously the lack of inventory and the replenishing of the inventory, at least by this time of year, March 23rd, of every year seems to be, you know, we start seeing more and more homes come on the market as springtime uh, approaches, I think. And John and I talked about it. I think we'll see more homes come on the market, but I still see, I think for the year, we're going to see record low inventories. I mean, you have 45 million in the age group of 26 to 35 nationally. Okay. There was not enough homes built in the last decade because of what was going on in 2008 to 2010, right? When that, we had that housing market crash. So there wasn't enough homes built during that time to offset that inventory. So we are going to be in a constant inventory like deprivation for quite some time, especially with the amount of people that are trying to enter the housing market because now rents are up 12 to 19% from even last year. I mean, so the common need for housing is being challenged very, very abruptly. We've saw it. We knew it was going to happen, but now that it's here, I mean, it it is literally going to be extremely difficult for some people to be purchasing homes. And then those um, that are able to, the amount of house that they're going to purchase is going to be um, dramatically, you know, effective. Yeah. Even though we predicted this, Becky and John and John, we did we did say rates were going to go up. And Becky, I was talking to John earlier about this. John, we did say rates were going to go up, but we never thought it would go up. They would go up this fast. We did say home inventories would be low, but we never thought they would be this low. We did say that home prices 
will continue to increase, but we never thought they would increase by this much. So here's the question. And historically speaking, you know, gas prices, everybody goes crazy about gas prices, all right? Everybody's nickel-wise and dollar-foolish. Everybody, they don't care about paying dollars $75,000 over on a house, right? But all of a sudden, gas goes to four and a quarter. People are screaming and yelling. I mean, it's, it's amazing to me what, but we, we as Americans, uh, you know, what, what our needs and our consumption needs are. But right now, how about this? Gas prices are over four and a quarter now. The average price right now is about $4.31 nationwide. Well, you want to know what? They were over four and a quarter in 2008. Then they went down in 2009. Then they went back up again in 2011 through 14. Then they went down in 2016, 2020. Now, in 2020 to now, they're up to 431 a gallon. There are more in other parts of the country. On the West Coast, it's over $5, approaching six. Um, bottom line is this. When are rates and home prices going to stabilize? The answer to that question, John, is we don't know, right? We don't know. Well, we don't know. I mean, here, you're talking about gas prices being the tip of the iceberg for everybody. I mean, you're talking about groceries being double what they used to, you know, the cost of materials to, to renovate and build being more than they used to, the labor cost being more than they used to. Uh, it's it's just a combination of everything. It's So, you know, are people, do people get flipped out when gas prices go up because of this war with uh, in uh, in the Ukraine with Russia when we don't even take that much oil from Russia, they're just fed up with the increased prices of everything. So, yes. I'm calling poppycock on that. I would say the BS word, but I don't want to swear. I'm calling bull crap on that, Becky and John. This gas and these oil prices that we're experiencing now, the gas and oil, that was bought months and years ago. Right. I'm, exactly. I'm calling crap on that. I don't, I don't want to hear that. That's that's just infuriating. Why, why are the prices going up if they were bought years and um, a month? Because they ago? can. Because it's gouging and because they can, John. Exactly. Exactly. Tip of the iceberg, like I said. So, yeah, I mean, rates going up, rates are going to go up. And, you know, in my opinion, if, if you're out there looking for a new home, you got to have a fudge factor in there. If you're looking, thinking that you're going to buy a house at three and a half percent and all of a sudden it goes to four and a half percent or five and you can't afford it anymore, then you don't have a very good fudge factor in there. I don't know if you necessarily should be out there looking for that home at that point, because, you know, you have to be able to have some sustainable income after you make your your mortgage payment each and every month so that in case there are any uh, emergencies or or something that pops up. So you got to have that fudge factor in there. In my opinion, interest rates are going up. They've been up before. We've seen it happen. Uh, this is probably more of a knee-jerk reaction to the most recent announcements. And maybe after they start doing some of the uh, the the adjustments to the Fed funds rate, we'll start to see some rates trickle back down a little bit. And that's just the way this market works. Yeah, Becky, I'm going to go to you for our last word, then John, then I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, again, this is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate and Podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing, on our top five national company. Um, We do great work. We've got great teammates, great underwriting. Uh, We do all our own processing, closing funding, and underwriting of our transactions. Uh, Not a broker shop. Um, We can pivot on a dime. We make our own decisions. And thankfully and uh, humbly, I get to work with Becky and John, as well as our team every single day. Um, Becky, you're busy. John, you're busy. 
I'm busy. The purchase market has been very good to us here in metropolitan Detroit. I don't want everybody to take away from this podcast that things are doom and gloom because they're not. Becky, they're just extremely competitive and we're rolling. You're rolling for your realtor partners. You're rolling for your clients. We're on top of this right now. Real life example right now. What do you got going on? I mean, the reality, just to kind of touch on what you're saying, though, it it doesn't it's not all doom and gloom. But the reality is we do need to make sure that we're educating our clients, our listeners, our viewers, that you are feeling like you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death right now, you know, with these all these changes in the world within the last two years. However, you're not walking that walk alone. Right. We are circled around amazing professionals. And what I meant by it's going to separate the players versus the professionals, right? The players versus the pretenders, you're going to know really quick if you're with someone that's experienced and has been through something like this before or not. And some of these things could be your offers are being, you know, you skipped over and now you're looking at a payment that's now a hundred dollars more than when you started and you're 10 offers deep, right? So you need to make sure that you're going back and you're reevaluating what your payments are going to be to make sure that as you continue to throw these offers out there in this competitive market, that once it's accepted, you're not like crap. I thought my rate was 4% because that what that's what it was 30 days ago. But now I'm looking at a 5% interest rate because the reality is to that fudge factor, you know, what you're talking about, they probably did have a hundred dollar to $150 cushion. 30 days ago that that same buyer doesn't have because the interest rates are increasing exponentially at a very short period of time because the government is trying to get control of things that they can't control. And they're also probably influencing it too, but that's a different podcast, I'm sure. But there are success stories. People are getting their offers accepted. People are getting their offers accepted FHA with concessions. I have two right now, right? You know, I get that the list price is technically the starting price on the prices right right now in these homes, right? It's just like an opening bid ask, and you know, these are going higher. But those some of those offers are falling apart because the pre-approval was bogus from the start and the buyers weren't aware of what they were getting into. So it's okay if you're the backup offer when you have a strong pre-approval, if you're working with us because you, that offer is going to close and it's okay if there's contingencies. These homes are selling to buyers that are contingent on their home. So just know there are a lot of success stories. It's not doom and gloom, but this is an advocacy show and it is our duty to make sure that we are being fully transparent on what we're seeing and what you know we feel is out there right now. Excellent. Appreciate that. John Cole, wrap it up for us. Hey, I, I hate to focus on that uh, people call Harry old because I'm, I don't want to say that. But when he throws out a mid-19th century term like poppycock, you know, you got to make your own assumption. Right, <laughs> way back, way back. Gallywags so, is what they are. But uh, I'm, I'm going to jump on on what Becky uh, had to say. And, you know, these other lenders out there and I don't and I'm going to focus on the big banks. They are such they are so BS with what Boston is going on out there. <laughs> and it is, you know, poppycock. You know, they want to offer these low, low rates, but they're going to charge you points, but then they're going to take 60 to 90 to 120 days to get you closed. The pre-approval that you submit to your, 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 uh, the person you're buying from the home, that matters. And that makes, that makes, because when they can call somebody on a Saturday or Sunday or after hours to verify, and that person picks up and actually knows what's going on, that matters. So if you think that you want to go to a big bank, and get that better interest rate, you better disclose that to the seller because I guarantee you that seller is going to say, well, nope, I didn't know that. I thought we were going with a local lender that could said they could get it done in 30 days, not a big bank that doesn't know what they're doing. 
and it's going to take them 120 days to get closed. I'm out. So, you know, make sure you do your due diligence and what you're going to do. And guess what? You shot me against the big bank. I can tell you right now, my experience, my expertise, my knowledge is much better than everybody else's. My quickness to get everything done for you is going to be much better than any, any of theirs. And if you want to switch after the fact, you're going to learn your own lesson. Hey, that's a great way to wrap up the show, John. Segwaying into uh, Becky Alley, one of the top 1% of originators, recognized by Scotsman's Guide, as is John Kolb, top 1% of all originators in the country. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, top five, as recognized by Housing Wire Magazine. Capital Mortgage Funding, recognized every year in Metropolitan Detroit by D Business and Our Magazine as a top lender in Metropolitan Detroit. Why would you go anywhere else? I don't get it. You got to work with the best in the industry. And by the way, we'll be very objective. That's why we call this the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast. You might not want to hear what we have to say, but we're going to tell you the truth. Unlike a lot of others in our industry, hey, we might not be as good as some, but we're better than most. For Roberto Beauchene, our producer and director, Becky Alley, John Cole. This is Harry Glantz, Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast, Wednesday, March 23rd. Be safe out there, everybody.